0: Hello, this is Natalie Rivera, and this is How I Fuck, a podcast about how we have sex, sponsored by FemBot Magazine. I'm just going to get right to it. I do not know that many trans people. While I like to think that my friend group is diverse, the more I do these episodes, the more I realize that my network, my my world, is very, very small. I do not understand every experience. I will never understand every experience. And honestly, I think that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast. I do have a friend who is trans, who is very dear to my heart, but his relationship to his identity isn't black and white. Honestly, I don't know whether I should even refer to him as trans, and I don't think he does either. His story isn't like the stories I've read about trans experiences. For a while, I thought his story wasn't the typical trans story I read online or or saw in the movies. I am ashamed to admit that now, especially after having spoken to our next guest, because her story is unique, and it's hers. My friend's story is unique, and it's his. There isn't a typical trans story. I don't think there's such a thing as a typical story, period. I ask that you please keep this in mind when I tell you about Noelle. I also ask that you keep in mind that I am not a sex expert, but a journalist, and that the stories you hear on this podcast, especially this one, aren't meant to represent an entire community. They're meant to represent the people that these stories belong to.
1: Do you want me to put like, my name and like introduce myself with the gender identity and stuff? Uh, yeah, let's try that. Okay. My name is Noelle. And I am 30 years old. I am a trans woman. And my I was assigned male at birth. My gender identity is female, which would make me a transgender woman. And so when did you start transitioning? I started transitioning a year ago today. I started taking...
0: A year ago today?
1: A year ago yesterday, actually, which is insane. Yeah, It is insane. This was not planned out. I know. Insane. So yeah, so, so I took my first like dose of hormones a year ago. And a lot of people don't take hormones, and that's fine. But for me, that was needed for my transition.
0: Well, congratulations on a year of taking hormones. Thank you. It's 2019 when we conduct this interview. It's only been a year since Noelle started transitioning, but you could argue that she started emerging as her
1: true self when she was a child, even if she didn't know it at the time. When I was growing up, I knew something wasn't right. Like, I wanted to do the stuff that women were doing, like, in school, like, getting in the lines with the girls, like, dressing like girls, like, they were painting their nails and doing very, like, stereotypical female things. And I was always, like, confused why I couldn't do those things and express myself in those ways. But I also didn't like attention. So I never said that that was, like, how I was feeling. Um, And I had no context to put, like, I am a woman. And I was just born in a different body than my gender identity. So time went on and I kind of suppressed all that.
0: Noelle grew up in Louisiana, where she met zero trans people. They didn't even exist to her at that time. Yet the signs that Noelle might be one of them were there, even if she didn't understand their meaning, like the time she tried on her grandmother's dress and felt comfortable in that role. It was moments like these with women's clothing that made Noelle second-guess her place in this world.
1: I had a very, like, normal puberty, you know, as like a young boy, like I experimented, I masturbated, you know, I had sex, like I did all those things. And you know, I was like, oh, this feels good. Now granted, I would like put my legs through like both um like leg holes of like shorts, like a skirt and stuff like that. Like I would do those things.
0: What was um if you remember, what was a, like your first experience with yourself
1: like sexually? I remember it very, very vividly. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> Only if you want to share. I will share it. Okay, great. Okay, so Johnny Bravo is playing in the background. And then, per my example earlier of the basketball shorts, they're a pair of blue basketball shorts. And I figured out if I put two legs through one leg hole, like, it's like a skirt. Cool. So I would do that at night when I would lay in bed because I was like, this makes me feel good. And then I like, got an erection. And then I sort of started like rubbing on the bed. I was like, this feels crazy. And then I had an orgasm. And that was like the first time I had an orgasm.
0: This connection to women's clothing followed Noelle well into her adult years, when she was having sex as a cisgender straight man.
1: I would like, you know, steal underwear from girlfriends and stuff. And like when I would do that, I would like hide them crazy places and like stuff like because, and I would have all these like backup things where if somebody found them, what I would say, you know, cause it's like the last thing I want people to know is that like I'm wearing them. I would just be like, yeah, you know, me and my girlfriend had sex, uh, you know, and it's like in actuality, like I took them to wear them. I would make fail safes for if I got caught and I would like You know, like, let's say, like, I started wearing my mom's clothing when they would leave. Like, I would, like, very strategically remember, like, where the hangers were, what it was in between, which way the fabric was, like, folded and stuff. Um, So, yeah, like, there was massive, massive, massive shame with all that.
0: Even though Noelle didn't meet a trans person until college, she did grow up around cross-dressing, which is something she thought she was doing in the beginning.
1: I would put on clothing or something and, like, what I thought was, like, cross-dressing and then, like, masturbate and I have an orgasm. And then I would immediately take it off, like, immediately because I was, like, so embarrassed of what I was doing. I wanted to leave the house looking like that. I was masturbating in order to heal pain that I had, and that was, like, a coping mechanism because it would give me a little bit of relief from, like, my desires but yeah, so it was, it was that I wanted to, like, live that life, and I didn't realize that. And then also, if, like, someone found out, I was going to be, like, mortified, and I thought my life would be over.
0: The porn Noelle watched when she was presenting as a man also had elements of desire. Not just the sexual kind, but that same desire to wear women's clothing that she felt as a child. To get in line with the other girls at
1: school. The things that I would seek out were very, very unique. Like, I would watch porn, and I would look specifically for things of, like, women that were wearing certain items. Women that were, like, taking clothing off. Women that, like, were being pursued by men um, outside in the world. I was, like, really big into, like, car sex. Because I was like, that's real life. Like, it's not just this, like, weird, you know... A a porn shoot. I was like, that could happen, you know. I could get myself that mindset. So I was like, I was seeking pieces of 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 porn to kind of like fill holes in my life that I wanted. This self
0: pleasure was nothing like the sex Noelle was having when she presented as a cis straight man. For one, it was less explorative. What was your sex life like pre transition?
1: I would say it was extremely heteronormative. I mean, it was like I was just fulfilling the roles of like a cis man and I would pursue women I found more attractive and I would have sex with them. And that was kind of it. Like there was no it wasn't like it was more connected or like a lesbian experience undercover or something like that. It was like, you know, I would I was like a greedy male partner. Why,
0: why greedy? Why that word?
1: I would just like come and i be like, hey, we're done. Right. It was like the sex was based around me.
0: Would you say that you weren't that
1: dedicated to satisfying your partner or figuring out what they wanted? I was giving, but I was not giving in a way of exploration. Like, I didn't care about breaking the box of, like, you start with kissing and then you put fingers on each other and then you do oral, then you put a penis inside of a hole. Like... That's kind of, like, how it works, right? Like, and I was, like, that's what we do, you know? And it's, like, I'll go down on you for three minutes, you know? it's, like, maybe sometimes I'll go down or longer or something. it's, like, my point is, is, like, there was no exploration. There was no, like, it was, like, following procedural steps. And I would follow those steps and, like, give those things to my partner for sure. But still, at the end of the day, like, I was just following steps. And I wasn't, like, creating a sexual experience, if you will. And I feel like I wasn't able to in my body, because truly, like, I wasn't able to, like, really express myself the way I wanted to express myself.
0: Noelle continued having this kind of sex with women when she moved to Los Angeles in 2013. She continued presenting as the person she thought she needed to be. A man, because, well, that was the body she was born into. Yes, she met more trans people in L.A. than she ever did in her home state. But the idea of coming out, of being her true self, still didn't click with her, not even when she met her
1: ex-wife. We met on Coffee Meets Bagel, and she had her little picture there. And then you got these, like, points that incentivized you to use the app. And then I saw her little picture, and I was like, you're real hot, so like, I used my points. And I got her as a person, and I was like, hey, what's up? Actually she reached out to me first, she said, Howdy. And I was like, That's cool. And then we went to uh rock climb on our first date. And then we went on another date. And then after the other date, I was like, I'm probably gonna marry this person. It was great. It was like electric from the beginning. It got like pushed together so aggressively. And we moved in together after like three months. And it was great. We were together for like four or five years. And we were married for one essentially. Maybe even honestly, I think you could probably say we were married for less. I'm sure you could argue that we were married for like a week, you know, and then our lives became my transition. You know, and then I don't think that that's unfair to say. While
0: Noelle says her marriage was a happy one, Noelle still wasn't happy with herself. Her entire life back then was work and going to the gym, taking whatever fitness class she felt she needed to take in order to fulfill the masculine role she was assigned to at birth.
1: Those things, like, helped with my body image and helped my self-esteem and stuff, I, s- I suppose. So as okay as I could be, I was. Now, with that said, I would go out with my ex-wife and ruin the night. Because, yeah, like, I would go to the gym and come back and, like, feel great and super masculine. But the minute I would see her to start get ready to, like, go out, I would turn into a fucking asshole. Because, like, I wanted to do that.
0: The way Noelle described this anger to me was the kind of jealousy she felt any time her female partner did anything that Noelle felt she couldn't do because she was born a man. Things like dressing as a woman or going on dates with men, which her ex-wife did during the relationship, which was open
1: for some time. We opened our relationship probably like three months before we got married. And that was a massive, massive teacher. It was very, it was very, very different and it made us communicate. And that's how, like, I eventually came out with to her about being trans.
0: About a month before their wedding day, Noelle's then-wife, which we've decided not to name in order to protect her privacy, is getting ready for a date, and Noelle isn't
1: too happy about it. She gets dressed up. She walks out of the bathroom. I'm working. She's like, how do I look? She's wearing an outfit that I love to see her in. She looks super hot in, and I wanted to wear It was, like, my favorite outfit. And... I got super, like, hurt. Because I was like, I wanted to be able to do that. And I was like, I reserved that weird outfit for me or something. And I told her that she looked like a cartoon character. She stormed out. And she went on her date. She got home. (laughs) And she was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I was like, I've got to tell you something. And at this time, we're laying in bed. I said the words, "I'm, I'm transgendered. Like, I didn't even know, like, you can't be transgendered. Like, you can't be femaled. You know, like, you are transgender. So, like, I didn't even know that. So I said that. And then she started crying. I started crying. And we just, like, sobbed for probably like 10 minutes. And then she had questions.
0: One of those questions was whether Noelle had ever tried on her clothes. Noelle said yes. She had. This wasn't an issue for her soon-to-be bride. In fact, she embraced it. She picked out clothes for Noelle to wear, and they decided that Noelle would present as her true self whenever she was at home.
1: One time, like, I was in the house, and I was, like, wearing, like, a dress or some shit like that, and then we went out to go get lunch, and I had to take it off and put on jeans, like, do jeans, and I was, like, crushed. I was, like, oh, this isn't gonna work. We immediately knew that. And then, like, two or three days were, like, I need to transition, like, live as, as a woman. So I started going to, like, consult to be, like, this is what I want to do, like, and talking to different doctors. And then we're also planning a wedding, by the way, and planning like a gender transition together. Like the agreement was that I wasn't going to do anything like transition wise, quote unquote, until after the, the wedding. Um, so we went and got married. It was a beautiful, beautiful wedding that neither one of us regret whatsoever.
0: This wedding was not only the beginning of a new chapter in Noelle's life, but it was also kind of a send off. This would be one of the last times she presented as a male. Noelle
1: thought, fuck it, let's go all out then. I kind of treated it as like my going out party as a dude. I got a suit that I loved. I got it super tailored. I got shoes that I fucking loved. I got my hair cut like super like edgy. I was like, I'm going to make myself look as good as I can and feel good. And this is going to be the last time I'm ever going to do this. So I did. And that actually helped me a lot. Also... For 30 years, I had male friends. So all the stereotypical male things that go along with a wedding, I kind of led my life up to that. So in a weird way, like having like the drinks with like your groomsmen before was kind of like therapeutic and I needed that closure.
0: Noelle described her marriage as being all about her after the wedding, all about her transition. Her and her ex-wife were prepared to go through Noelle's transition together, but neither of them had any idea just how many sacrifices would need to be made in the process.
1: I don't think either one of us knew how much of like our next year would be me, like Noelle-focused.
0: The next six months would be a lot of Noelle asking, and her wife patiently and lovingly answering.
1: What am I going to order? What am I going to do? How do I like eat in a shirt that I can't get Dirty, you know what I mean? Like it's like small, stupid shit like that, like very surface level bullshit. Like going to the bathroom. Will you go to the bathroom with me? Will you order this drink with me? Will you do everything with me? Everything became a mountain. I would go out to do whatever and come back and I would be in like makeup and a wig or some shit and I'd be like, hey, like I'm in a car. I'm scared to like get out alone because like I don't want to have to like see my neighbor on the second floor who I never fucking talked to and all of a sudden I'm in like you know a wig. like I don't want to I didn't want to have to have that interaction so I'd be like will you come get me It was like shit like that all the time like it's just, she was very very um patient with me
0: but there were things that Noelle and her ex couldn't navigate now that Noelle was presenting as a woman for one how are they going to have
1: sex now? We stopped having sex, you know, because like I didn't want to have sex with her as a man, and she didn't want to really experiment with me having sex with her as a woman. Nor did I even know what that meant, and she didn't know what that meant either, because she's not attracted to women, and I was never, and I've like never been a woman, so I don't know how to do either one of these things.
0: It was this and many other factors that led them to realize that their marriage, which was at the time that Noel proposed, believed to be between a man and a woman wouldn't work as a marriage between a woman and another woman
1: we were living in a container that was made for two people that don't exist anymore the current version like noelle and the current version of my ex-wife sh- should not be together like they're not compatible romantically but Noel and my ex-wife like we can still mourn the loss of who i was and who she was right like Those people are still alive and, like, living a a, a life, in in, in my opinion, because, like, we're still mourning that loss.
0: While Noelle and her ex still remain close friends, Noelle has had to continue this journey, the one her and her ex were embarking together, alone, going through some of the hurdles trans people go through when wanting to present as the
1: gender they truly are. I started HRT, and I got breast development. What is HRT? Hormone replacement therapy.
0: HRT is a form of hormone therapy that uses estrogen. Some women going through menopause use HRT to better help relieve menopausal symptoms, like hot flashes. Because HRT involves the adding of estrogen, there are trans women like Noelle who've chosen HRT as their preferred hormone
1: therapy for the gender transition. So for me, for instance, I put in um, estrogen and I put in a testosterone suppressor. It starts breast development, it starts... Um, Your skin gets softer, your hair gets, like, softer and more full, your face changes a little bit, like, my hands have changed a little bit, your emotions change massively.
0: Noelle's emotions weren't the only thing that changed massively. Her penis was also changing as a result of the hormones.
1: My penis doesn't even function like a male penis anymore. Like, it's, like, softer, like, literally to the touch, like, the skin is softer. Also, like, it doesn't get hard. When I have an orgasm, no fluid comes out at this point. I can't really maintain an erection. And the whole process of having an orgasm is completely different from when I was living with like testosterone in my body. It was like, I got hard, I put it in and out of an orifice, I came and it was like easy. And now it's like, it's very in line with like the female experience where it's like, I start masturbating and like, I start thinking about something else. and then I come back and I can have multiple orgasms.
0: This doesn't seem like too much of an issue for Noelle, who plans on undergoing vaginoplasty, a type of gender affirmation surgery that will ultimately give her a vagina.
1: I want a vagina now because I'm having male partners and I want to have like stereotypical like cis you know female male sex. I want more options to have sex essentially, and right now, my penis doesn't serve me like it doesn't it doesn't make sense with what I'm going for I guess if that if that makes sense like. It's not so much that I want to have vaginal sex, it's that my penis is just kind of there and I'm not using it. And I like don't care if partners like touch it, but I just don't, I'm not like receiving a lot of joy from it. So I'm like, there's something else we could do with this that would make me happier.
0: While Noelle is having sex with male partners, something she never did when she was presenting as a male, Noelle doesn't
1: identify as straight. Before transitioning, I was only attracted to women, like, cis women, essentially. And now that I've started transitioning, I've realized, like, I don't really care what is in your pants or what your gender identity is. Like, I care more about the human being. And so far, I've found that, like, masculine energy from men, whether, they're, like, cis or trans men, has, like, really resonated well with me. And... When I've been with women, I have fallen more into, like, a masculine role. Cis women specifically. I've fallen more into, like, a very stereotypical male role. And I'm just tired of doing that, to be honest.
0: Noelle is also exploring new methods with herself, especially since her hormone therapy can prevent her from masturbating sometimes. It's been an adjustment, but it's one that is teaching her a lot about her body, especially
1: her asshole I'm trying to like play with my ass more and like learn how to have anal sex that's like very like um beneficial for me because like I never played with my ass ever you know so it's like I'm, I'm learning that and so I'm like carving out time I'm actively learning how to masturbate again you know like learning your butt as a sexual organ huge uphill battle I'm trying to figure out right now um like vibrators and stuff on the tip of your penis. Great. And like how to touch it with your hand to like elicit orgasms. Like it's all very, very new. Um, for me, the biggest thing I had to get over was like, I lost the ability to have this like one earth shattering orgasm. So now it's like multiple small orgasms and sometimes I have to be okay with that. And It was hard for me emotionally and mentally to like be okay with that, and because like it felt like I didn't win. I feel like I wasn't done the game of masturbating yet. If I didn't have this like massive erect or sorry massive orgasm. But now it's like sometimes I just have to remember like you're gonna have a little baby orgasm and maybe you won't, and that's okay, and you can move on with your life, which is weird, but yeah, I have a lot to figure out in masturbating. All of this seems a lot for a person to go
0: through, yet Noelle seems happy when she tells me all of this. Even when she's explaining some of the harder parts of this, you can tell that she's happy she's even going through any of this at all. That she allowed herself to be the woman she always wanted to be.
1: As I've transitioned, I've realized my whole inside has changed too. Like The person that I was does not exist whatsoever. And the woman that I'm becoming and am now, I, I would have never envisioned myself as this person, ever. Finally getting like confidence back. I'm going places and I've found communities that truly do love me.
0: And that was our episode. You can follow Noelle on Instagram at wickedren, that is wickedren, W-R-E-N. This podcast was produced by me, Natalie Rivera. I am also the host and creator. Ben Gillis is our audio engineer. Cheyenne Lopez did copy and fact check. Chelsea Cuoca is our vocal coach. Music is by Miguel Gutierrez. You can find more of his music online under his artist name, Mag. Our marketing team includes Gabriela Sanchez and Alyssa Medina. Muna Kulabali is our sponsorship manager. Also, check out our sponsor, FemBot Magazine. They are a fully independent feminist website that is doing important work. And if you're curious about the articles and studies we cited on this episode, check out our website, howifuckpodcast.com. That is howifuck without the U, so fckpodcast.com. And please, if you like this podcast, subscribe to it. Rate it, leave a review, tell someone about it. Thank you again and stay tuned for our next episode.